It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with Cheesehead TV in a post-game chat that was going to feel real familiar because there's not a whole lot more to talk about because this is your football team. They're pretty bad, and there's no end in sight because there's very little in the way of development or growth or improvement, at least that we've seen in the last couple games. I don't know what to tell anybody who wants people fired. I'm just going to say this right off the bat. No one's getting fired. As much as you might want it to happen, it's not going to happen. So if you are chatting or saying into this you know, conversation here that you so-and-so should be fired, I got nothing for you. That, that's not going to happen. So now what, right? Um, you look at this team, and the youth really killed them today. Um, clearly, there's the whole other aspect of the penalties, which were multiple and egregious across the board on both sides of the ball. But really, I mean, the youth on the offensive side really came to the fore with all of the drops, whether it was Musgrave, Reed, Wicks, Watson, doesn't really matter. Hell, Aaron Jones even got involved in the mix early in the game uh, on that play out in the flat. And it feels like nothing at the time. But for this team, that is a huge play. That is a play that puts you in at least a manageable down and distance as opposed to anything over five yards on third down where this team is absolute death. So, and look, 
It's never any one guy. It's a team game. Uh, but it does all start and end with Matt LaFleur. And I, I wrote this in gut reactions, and I'll say it here. It just feels like a team between the way it's constructed and the way it's being coached. I got to think Mark Murphy gave both Brian and Matt assurances this past summer heading into this year. Look, guys, we're taking our lumps this year. It's a big transition. No matter what happens, no matter how bad it gets, you guys are safe for another year at least, if not more. And I did want to read out Andrew Brandt's tweet after the game because I thought it was absolutely a thousand percent on point and kind of flows with what I'm talking about here with Murphy and company. Andrew says, Packers fans, I know it's frustrating, but it's a growing year. 60 million of dead cap, 28 million of injured cap, only one skill player in Aaron Jones, not on a rookie contract, most inexpensive offense in the NFL, and a new quarterback. Hard to be patient as fans, but that's necessary now. And that absolutely nails it. And it's a much better, more succinct way of describing and kind of expressing what Corey and I were talking about on Packer Transplants on Thursday night. We're going to see more of these types of games. So again, if you come in here and you want everybody fired and everybody cut and all of that, I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. that I am definitely not the channel for you. But if you want to have a talk about what we're seeing, why we're seeing, and what hopefully could possibly maybe at some point turn this team around, I'm here for it. I'm happy to engage. So with that said, lots, lots of people lining up to chat. How are y'all doing? So good to see everybody. Um, we'll start with JJ Breaks. What's going on? Thanks so much for the super chat. I will always watch and root for the pack. I will never waste time watching repeated incompetence from every level of this organization. This is repeated incompetence week after week after week. So, JJ's, um, quick question. Does that mean you're going to watch or you're not going to watch? Because you say you will always watch and root for the pack. But then you say you will never waste time watching repeated incompetence, and this is repeated incompetence. So I'm confused, buddy. I appreciate the super chat, but you kind of went around in a circle there. But hey, I'm guessing we end up back at I will always watch and root for the pack, which is healthy, I think, because, you know, that's carrying the G. Michael, what's up, man? Lots of 10 for 10 to work on, but I really like the lack of quit and composure from love in the second half, something we've seen all year. Yeah, I, I look, Jordan Love was way down on the list of problems this afternoon for the Packers. There's certainly stuff he's got to clean up, some throws you'd like to see him make, some better reads possibly. Got to look really at the tape before you can make that determination. But he was given so little help today. I mean, whether it was you know, holding calls up front that set drives back or receivers just flat out dropping the ball. Jaden Reed with an opportunity to like really get this team back in the game and lets a guy just basically take the ball away from him. Uh, Watson, with the ball in his hands in the end zone, literally in his hands and drop. You know, it's like there's just way too many plays where Wicks with an opportunity to put them in really advantageous position to go try and score a touchdown, make it a one score game, drop. It's he's got to get some help. I mean, and this is kind of what Andrew's alluding to, you know, it, it it's a hundred percent a growing year. And the Wicks drop really reminded me of the Devonte drop uh, back in 2014. I think it was his rookie year when the Packers were playing the Patriots. Um, you know, he had a, a drop that should have been a touchdown. 
would have salted the game away. It turns out the Packers ended up winning because Mike Daniels and company sacked Brady on a key third down. But that's the type of play where you kind of expect it from a rookie. It's going to happen. You know, these guys had other nice plays around the way. You know, it's it. There's a lot of up and down, right? There, there's plays they're going to make, and then there's drops that are really frustrating. But you go, okay, we're, we're going to keep going to them, etc. The problem is in the recent history, or even just kind of like the modern history of the Green Bay Packers, their roster has been constructed in a way where you could live with a killer drop because you knew you had lots of other guys to go to. That guy's going to make the play next time, and hopefully he's going to continue to develop while we're able to throw to all these other guys who have experience. But right now, the Packers have nothing but dudes who need to grow and develop and get consistency. Like, it's fine if you've got a rookie Devontae Adams when you've got, you know, a veteran Jordy Nelson and Donald Driver playing along with him. But this year, it's all rookie Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? Like, guys who flash and show you promise, but also have frustrating moments. And this is why, I going back to what I said at the top, this is why I think this has to be, you know, the plan and in a way, like we are not in any way, shape or form going to panic and say, OK, you're done or whatever. Rip it up until after at least next year. And that's why I say, like, I don't know what people want when they want everybody fired. Well, it's very clear that this is a long term plan. And we are at the very start of it. And it's going to be frustrating at times, as it certainly was today. Tyler, what's up, man? I've got nothing. Just take my money so I can cope at how the offense has zero growth and development from both players and coaches. Tyler, I appreciate you. I hear you. And look, you could tell how frustrated Matt was in the postgame presser regarding the offense being unable to pick up a third down early in the game. Um, and look, there's zero doubt that, you know, yes, you'd like Matt to get them in better situations, hopefully better play calls, etc. But at the same time, like the Players keep doing it to themselves, whether it is that Aaron Jones drop in the flat, whether it is Runyon with a holding call on the very first drive of the game, you know, whether it's Musgrave with a drop on third down, you know, at some point, these guys have to produce and they have to play better. There's only so much you can do as a coach. It's frustrating, no doubt. Terminal, how you doing, man? Any chance we can start the first quarter as if we are down 17 points, somehow the play calling gets better? Well, because they're in two-minute mode. Like Matt said, they were in two-minute mode basically the entire second half, and it's a very different way of working. Now, there is an argument, and I think it's been asked of LaFleur in previous a uh, couple games ago, like, can't you just start the game like that? Um, you know, and he kind of dismisses it with, like, some point you got to be able to run your offense. And Sure, yeah, okay, but it's clear you can't, like in any meaningful way. So why keep doing it over and over and over and over and over and over again only to see the same result? Like at some point, don't you try a different approach, much like you're discussing here? And look, they've tried to go tempo, and that's different than two-minute, right? They've tried to do some stuff with tempo. The problem is they always have a mistake that just ends up putting them right back, you know, behind the eight ball again. So I think Matt's trying to do stuff, but you know, these guys keep shooting themselves in the foot. Hard way to live. Eddie, thanks for being a carry the G club member. Greatly appreciate you, man. Win, lose, draw. I don't care. A Packers loss is better than a Sunday in June with no football. So now, now see, 
now you're getting in the mentality. And this is what Corey was talking about. Like one year like this. Okay. We get two, three years like this, then people's expectations and kind of perspective is really going to change. And that's not to say like, dude, I get it. Trust me. I get it. But like, there's still a standard. It's still title town. I still want them to win. Hell, even if they don't win, I understand they're not going to win every game, but even if they don't win, I want them to look prepared, well-coached, efficient to maybe look like they practice during the week, which it never does. That's my frustration. It's like, I'm all for, yeah, I get it, man. I get it. Win, lose, or draw. I'm a Packers fan. I under, I'm not going anywhere. I always say this, like when people talk about players and coaches and all this stuff, and I'm like, they're all transient, man. I was here before them. I'm going to be here after them. So whatever transpires, like, you know, I'm going to be a Green Bay Packers fan. So I'm going to watch and I'm going to root and whatever. But man, it is hard. It's hard to watch a team that looks this fucking sloppy and this ill-prepared. And this like just lack of fire. That's why I love Rasul. Whatever mistakes Rasul might make on a football field, he at least get, seems like he gives a shit. And I appreciate that. And that's pretty few and far between right now in Green Bay, those types of players. Godsmack, what's up, man? Vikings fans are a special breed of obnoxious. I'd rather suffer through a full hour of bear down Chicago Bears than one minute of the skull chant. Okay, see, well, here's where you, here's what you got to remember. You got to remember. Vikings fans, the skull chant, all of that, it's all a very new thing for them. Like this idea of A, winning, and B, being able to go into Lambeau and do the skull chant and win some games. Like the last like, five years or so, that's become a thing, right? It's all very new to them. They're very excited. It's fine. Packers still lead the all-time series by a wide margin. And all also, by the way, have 13 championships while the Vikings have exactly zero. So, you know, this is it. This is their time to shine. And this is kind of, let's face it, their moment to hang their banner because they know they're never going to win a fucking thing. So winning in Lambeau, very much their championship. And I just let them have it. It's fine. It's all they got, man. It's all they got. Let them have it. It's fine. I do want to take a second here, though, and um, comment on Kirk Cousins' injury. You absolutely fucking hate to see it. I know ESPN has reported he tore his Achilles. I absolutely hate that. Look, man, we have a lot of fun making fun of Kirk Cousins, or we have throughout the years. He is having a really good season. He's a you know, he's a much better quarterback than the internet would have you believe. Um, probably played his last down as a Minnesota Viking on Lambeau Field, which is kind of crazy. But absolutely fucking hate that he was injured the way he was injured look totally non-contact um really feel for the guy hope he has a full recovery and if probably not playing in minnesota next year hopefully you know balls out in the afc someplace next season um just wanted to say that because you know you never wish injury on anybody even if it's a viking and vikings quarterback etc you know we're we're not vikings fans we actually give a shit about the guys who play the game Unlike, you know, Vikings fans who celebrated Rodgers getting hurt back in the day. I hate watching anybody get injured on a football field. Luke, what's up, man? One positive. I always thought you looked dapper in a beard. <laughs> well played. Yeah, for those of you who haven't read Gut Reactions yet, I did legit have a conversation with my girlfriend this week where I said, if they lose again, I'm going to start not shaving until they win. And, you know, there's a good chance they're not going to win again this year. So I'll just look like David Letterman. It'll be great. Mike, what's up, man? 
Can we slip a 20 to the scoreboard operator and put up that it's the second half, the entire game, and see what happens? <laughs> I like this plan. I'm happy to be a part of it. Let's do it. Brad, thanks, man. Really like that the team never gave up. That's at least something defense in particular. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't give up. Now, it's I'm not going to say easier, but, you know, you're not giving up against a backup quarterback. Well, I hope you don't can give up. I hope you go smell blood in the water and stick it. But even then, they allowed a third down conversion, which essentially sealed the game. But yeah, I hear you. I hear you. There is no quit in this team, which is good. M, what's up, man? Thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Appreciate you. Can we see Watson win a 50-50 ball once? On the positive, another good game of hard runs from A.J. Dillon. Indeed. And yeah, the Watson thing is unbelievably frustrating and for no other reason that we've seen him do it last year plenty of times all these guys whether it's you know watson whether it's reed on that interception i mean go get make a play for your fucking quarterback one time just one time mimsy what's going on man the g is heavy not much growth so far this year the g is as light as a feather man this is just a moment in time Dustin, what's up? I'm not going to let this ruin my D-backs excitement. There you go. See, there you go. World Series time. I did like today when there was a point, I think it was the second quarter, maybe the third quarter, where like they were showing, you know, promo for the World Series. And I was like, this game is so boring. Let's talk about baseball. Good stuff. Dave, what's up, man? I blame our performance on not having carry the G beer in Eau Claire yet. But for real, this is a young team, not the end of the world. Go Pack Go. We did talk to the distributor this week. Hopefully, soon, in the next two weeks, we'll get some carry the G in Eau Claire. That's the plan. That's the hope. Mimsy, thanks, man. Dame and Giannis will heal us. Undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> there you go. What is it, 82 games in a, in a season? 82-0, baby. Let's go. Esteban, thank you so much for the super chat. Hey, man, just here to support. It's a reality check. We really were in the good old days, but go pack go. Nevertheless, greetings from Costa Rica. Thank you so much for the support. And I'm really glad you brought that that quote up that we really were in the good old days. I did have someone come at me on Twitter the other day, and I, I love that, you know, people think that because the Packers are struggling, now it's a time like the blood's in the water. Let's go get Nagler because he supported the move away from Aaron Rodgers, which I 100% did, even though they were a year too late. But, like, what I always want to say to those people who do nothing but bitch about the Packers, regardless of whether they're winning a ton of games and then losing the playoffs or looking as bad as they look now, my, my question is, so did you enjoy any aspect of the Packers previously? You know, all you did was complain the entire time, and now we're on the other side of it, and now there are different struggles. So now are you more appreciative of where you were? Because that's all I was talking about for like a decade plus. Talking about Entitled Town. Like, now you see how some of the other half lives. This is what I mean. This was always coming. Hope you appreciate it a little bit more. That's all I want to say. Matthew, what's up? Good evening, Nags. Is it too early and still too raw to be positive and believe we got to lose five to finish 12 and five? Remember, Steelers were two and six last year. Hey, man, Matthew, it's never too early or too raw to believe whatever you want to believe, man. If you think the Packers are going to go on a run now, go ahead, dude. Now, 
I have to caution you, you're probably going to get your heart stomped. But, man, that's your prerogative as a fan. And you should 100% believe in this team. Come on now. They've given you no reason to, but they're the Green Bay Packers. We support them no matter what. I don't really enjoy watching them at the moment, but you never know when the light bulb is going to go on. There's going to be that aha, eureka moment. Stuff might start to gel. Hell. I mean, it's a very different team in a very di- different circumstance, but the Lions did start like what, one and six last year? And then went on a run and got very close to making it into the playoffs. So, and I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with this team. I'm only pointing out that we have no idea what the second half of this season has in store. Now, could it be weeks and weeks of misery? Yes. Yes. Yes, it could. But it might also be a young team that finds its footing and starts to grow and starts figuring some stuff out. I mean, Corey brought this up on the watch party. Man, people don't remember. At least uh, young people probably weren't alive for much of it. Man, in the 80s, like we went 8-8. Eight and eight. It was like amazing. It was like getting to the playoffs. We couldn't believe it. It was absolutely incredible. So I don't think we're there expectation-wise yet, you know, although some fans might be. But, you know, it's just like a matter of perspective. And if you think, yes, you we're, we're going to, we're going to ball out and we're going to figure out a way to start winning. God bless you, man. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see it. There's a long way to go, though. Jano, thanks, man. Seriously, Mr. Mark Murphy, why would fans want to pay $20 a beer in the stadium to watch this team? <laughs> hmm. I got a simple answer for you. Don't. And plenty of Packers fans seem to make exactly that choice. Uh, by the looks of all the purple in the stands today. I mean, it's, you know, it's capitalism, dude. You don't want to watch the team, someone else will. And that's the other thing. There's like, what, a 50, 60, 70,000 person waiting list? Trust me. If you don't want to pay $20 for a beer, there are plenty of people who will. I mean, plenty. I mean, hell, I'd do it if I had the chance. Hey, what's up? Even McCarthy's offense at the end of his tenure wasn't coached this bad. He says he'll look at the tape and nothing changes. Need to simplify offense. Yeah, I agree to an extent. I do wish he'd just lay off the screens. Like, man, there's way just too many screens. Like, I get it's a screen-based offense, at least the way Matt runs it, but god damn, man. It's like he gets high off calling a screenplay to anybody. And he's going to call one to Yash pretty soon. Yash eligible. Although Yash got hurt today, so maybe not. But you know what I mean? Like, God damn, killing me with these screens. Sharif, it's going up. If you were the GM and had to pick a new coach, who would you go after? I'm not there yet, but appreciate your knowledge. Oh, man, I, I wish I had an answer for you, dude. If I had to make a choice, if you were forcing me to say a name, it'd be Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. But I don't think the Lions would ever let that happen. <laughs> Mims. <laughs> Can you carry the G while tanking? Just curious. <laughs> I I have zero doubt you can. Godsmack, what's up? Our team stinks, but I'm going to stink with them. No showers for Godsmack until this team wins a game. LOL, joking. I value my hygiene. It's not a bad idea, man. Not a bad idea. Joe's Home Theater. Thanks for joining the Care of the G Club. Appreciate you, dude. Thanks for the support. Terminal Frost, what's going on, man? Thanks for all you do, my friend. Well, you guys are so nice. Look at this support. This is outpouring of love. Thank you, guys. I mean, I think it's definitely a classic case of misery loves company, but appreciate you all. Um, Smalls, 
going on, man? Nags, what happened after the Saints game? It seems like a switch got flipped. Coaching, injuries? I don't know what I would say after the Saints game. Don't ever forget the first half of the Saints game. It basically happened in the Saints game. Like, remember Atlanta? Like, there was a rough go of it that very first drive, but then they moved the ball, they scored points. Like, that was a very close game that they lost, but at least they looked competent on offense for parts of that game, mostly the third quarter. But, you know, like, that was a at least a game of football I could watch. Like, that first half of that Saints game was as bad as the first half of this fucking Vikings game. I think the first half of that Saints game, did they not have, like, one first down and the other one, they came, they had two first downs, one by reception and one by penalty. Like, it's been bad since week three. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Rough shit, man. Rough, rough shit. Bryson, what's going on? I feel like the O-line is going to ruin the trajectory of love. The NFL is filled with quarterbacks who fail because of their surroundings. Oh, zero doubt. That's why I always talk about you know, during draft season, what the draft industrial complex never seems to want to take into account. Like, oh, this guy's so great. This guy's awful, whatever. It's like, great. Just talk to me when they land in an NFL spot and I know what their situation is going to be. And I understand you're trying to project traits and all this stuff, but it's, you know, there are really talented guys who will land in a terrible spot and be completely, basically run over, you know? Like, it's just wild to me how little that gets talked about. Uh, Dan, what's going on, man? Genuine question to all if, big if, they're in a position to do so, do you draft a quarterback? Long way to play out. Lot of ball game left there. But if they have a premium, and I mean top one or two pick, and Jordan hasn't looked like he's developing or growing or improving much, yeah, they probably make a selection. They probably take a quarterback. However, it's really hard with any authority to say, oh, this is what they need to see from Jordan to make the determination that, no, they're going to stick with him when he's got so little support around him. I mean, I can't stress it enough. There are at least six, seven drops today. And the offense, you know, the offensive line kept putting them in holes. So I just, yeah, it's tough, man. That's a tough conversation. Long way to go. Uh, Cheddarhead, what's up? Yeah, we're not Vikings fans. We sit down to piss. <laughs> we don't sit down to piss. What a uh, what a chat. Brett, what's going on, man? Let's say, worst case, they have the first pick 
and Caleb Williams is staring us in the face. Do you take him? Brett, everything I just said. Although, by the way, so we're going to take Caleb Williams so we can throw three interceptions? I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Portmaster, I miss the days when the biggest drama was who 12 was dating. <laughs> yeah, the drama now is just like piss poor football, and that's never fun. Mimsy, thanks, man. Watson looks like a guy who misses the FCS corners. Yes and no. I mean, I don't ever think I ever really saw him bullying anybody in college. He was running away from people mostly. Um, but yeah, man, he's not look like a guy who wants it right now. Ed, what's going on? Any, any offense, and this is a winnable game. Oh, 100 billion percent. No question about it. And look, uh, we've we did a whole video on it here uh, as an outtake from Packers Daily a couple or not sorry out of Packer transplants a couple weeks ago. Joe Barry is the least of their problems. Doesn't mean he's not a problem, but he's the least of their problems, no doubt. Nick D, what's up, man? Sorry, just tuning in. Did I miss another accountability rant? Also, if the Packer were a restaurant, I'd stopped eating there weeks ago. I think the meat is spoiled. Go pack. But you'll be back because it's your favorite restaurant. And they do that, like, the milkshake that you like, even if you can't eat the meat. You're not going anywhere, Nick. No, you didn't miss any rants. Michael, what's up, man? Is it fair to say the defense and Joe Barry are average? Not good, not bad. Average. P.S. Thanks to Cheesehead TV for keeping the season fun. I don't know how fun it is, but uh, you're welcome. Average. I mean, that seems generous. It feels like they're average because they're in these games, right? And because they're limiting scoring somewhat. And you think, okay, they're, you know, they're not terrible, but they're, they're not great, but okay, they're average. The problem is, is almost any metric you look at, they're in the bottom third of the league. They're not a good defense. I mean, they did a much better job today stopping the run, which is the one thing that has really killed them kind of throughout this season, right? Now, Vikings haven't been a great running team, and they did allow the Vikings to get their first rushing touchdown of the season. True story. Um, but yeah, I just think, yeah, and also teams are not having to operate on the offensive side of the ball, you know, the opponents, because you get into the third quarter and you're just grinding clock. You're not trying to push the ball down the field. It was 24 to 10 for like most of the second half. Like you can just play clock ball. You don't have to put up big numbers. You don't have to score again, you know? That helps, no doubt. Uh, Carter, what's up, man? I root Iowa Saturday, Packers on Sunday. My my therapist is rich. <laughs> that's that's a tough that's a tough way to live. Although at least you have bragging rights over Badgers fans this year, so you got that going for you. CL, what's up? This regime has through next season when Murphy hits mandatory retirement, Green Bay cleans house under a new CEO. Then, if they are still losing. I think there's a good chance you're right, man. A lot will depend on 2024. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Devin, what's up? Let's go get Marvin Harrison uh, Jr. Well, I don't I don't think we want the father. But uh, it's a possibility. They're in, they're in the running. They're absolutely in the running. Although, as everyone, I made kind of a joke about it on Twitter the other day. And as everyone in my mentions said, like, oh, you know, they'll just take, like, a defensive tackle no one's ever heard of and like it's hard to dismiss that because they're probably right 
Deshaun Ferry, hashtag trade Rogers, hashtag fire capers. A lot of hashtags there, Deshaun, a lot of hashtags. Ed, thanks, man. It is a tough call on love. Trubisky had the talent to look really good at times, but just didn't have it. Hopefully that's not the case with love. I feel you, Ed. That's not an inconsiderate, like, idea, right? The idea that a guy can show and flash and tease you into thinking, oh, yeah, if he just, and if we just, and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, you let a supreme talent pass you by in the draft. That's a recipe for disaster. Nizzle, my shizzle. What's up? Simply depressed. Send carry the G. <laughs> I like your shirt and your profile pic. Um, I feel you, man. Look, guys, we're all going to be depressed throughout the night, probably into Monday, maybe for the week. I don't know. But it is as I'll just leave you where we started. As Andrew Brandt said, it is definitely a growing year. And they have a lot stacked against them with 60 million of dead cap, 28 million in injured cap, one skill position player that isn't on a rookie contract. You know, we knew it would be tough. It's gotten to an extensive part of being tough. Uh, I don't think the approach is going to change. They have to play better. The guys on the field have to play better. That's what it comes down to. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out after all these Packers losses, listening to me bellyache about whatever, and give your thoughts. I really appreciate it. And I do appreciate that no one came up in here, I mean, that was featured, that like was ready to fire everybody. Because, again, it's not going to happen. It's not the answer. I appreciate you guys. Um, please, please uh, be on the lookout for all our coverage at Cheesehead TV. I'll have Good, Bad, and the Ugly up later tonight. Uh, obviously we'll have lots to talk about throughout the week. Packers daily will be back tomorrow as will carry the G and MKE. Please check that all out here on the YouTube channel. In the meantime, please tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go pack. Go.